This is Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors, Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion, best of podcasting, what's going on now and what's soon to happen. Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping, dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them. Make sure you listen, Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here, it's that flavor. Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear and um been a long week, a lot of things going on. I actually, you know, my radio show was every single day, Monday through Friday. Um, and I actually did, a, I was a co-host on a daytime show yesterday. Um, it's a little different type of uh, experience, kind of out of my comfort zone, but it was good to get it done. It was kind of a trying day, but I definitely got it done. In the meantime, I still got time to watch some television and see what's happening in our fine world. Um, looking as far as politics goes, um, the great Donald Trump, you know, I seem to be swaying back and forth whether I think he's going to get reelected or not. And uh, it seems to change every single week. It looks like Biden is still a front runner, although Sanders and Warren are catching up. Biden just was the man early, and it just doesn't seem like he's done anything to help himself out. And I think Bernie Sanders and, and Warren have done quite a bit to actually elevate their status a little bit. Um, the long and short of it is, you know, most presidents get second terms. Most of them get a second term. That's just the way it goes. It's, I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's easier, but that just seems to be the way it is. Um, that's other than crazy things happening like, you know, recessions and hostage crises and stuff like that. So the, if you talk about odds, the odds are that Donald Trump gets reelected. Now, Donald Trump is doing some things unlike any other president has ever done. So, you know, Donald Trump is an exception. OK, when it's all when it's done, when this is all done and Donald Trump is out and if you guys think it's going to be easy to get him out, I don't, it's not, okay, because he ain't going by any type of rules. Donald Trump's not going by any type of rules, and if you're watching, whether you're a fan of Donald Trump or not, and whether you're a fan of his politics, you do have to admit this. You have to admit that his campaign is built on lies. You have to. You, you, there's no other way. You can say he's good for the country if you want. That's fine. But if you don't think that his campaign is built on lies, then obviously you didn't watch uh, Lewandowski up there, you know, on the podium, not answering questions. And for people that are running our country, these are the people that are running our country. For him to say, I have no obligation to be honest with the media, makes you think, why is there any media? Because right now... Washington, not Washington, that's too broad. The president doesn't believe in uh, the FBI, okay? Department of Justice, he doesn't believe in that either. He doesn't believe in anything but people who believe everything that he believes. And that's like five people now. And Lewandowski happens to be one of them. But he didn't answer a single question. And once again, whether you're a Trump person or you're not a Trump person, you you have to start wondering why everybody's lying for him. Is, it, doesn't that, has that ever come up in your brain? Why 
everybody around him is lying. There's people going to jail around him and he's fine. People going to jail all around the poor man. And it's an, I'm not an overly political person. I still don't think I am. But when you, I do know this words like whistleblower and snitch are used in the Sopranos, not politics. And all I hear is whistleblower and he snitched and snitched whistleblower. Never heard that in politics before. Really haven't. And what's sad to me is where politics is going because it's still, it's heading in a gross direction. And I don't know if it's heading there. It's been there. We've heard of, you know, people misrepresenting, misrepresenting money from way back FEMA and all those kind of things like that. And now, again, the FEMA officials are accused of taking bribes in Hurricane Maria recovery. You got to listen, people, when you talk about billions of dollars, there's going to be people effing people out of money. And when when say FEMA is bidding, you know, out recovery and when you give one point eight billion dollars to somebody to fix something. You can't measure that. You have to know you can't measure $1.8 billion. No way. We don't even know what half a billion dollars looks like. So to us, half a billion and 1.8 billion are the exact same thing. So there's corruption in money everywhere in the United States and it's gross. Politics is corruption. Politics is money. And who's going to change it? How are they going to change it? You can't change money. You know, if you try to change money, you know what money does? Squashes you. Money can squash you, period. All you football fans know football's here unless you're living under a rock. And last weekend, I sat down and watched all the college games and then all the NFL games. And I thoroughly enjoy watching football all weekend. There's only one thing that makes it more exciting, and that's betting on football. That's betting on football the legal way. And once again, you wouldn't think football could be more exciting, but it really can. So you need to do yourself a favor and do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. AG, that's mybookie.ag, and nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie has the fastest payouts, the best lines, and they're better than any other sports book out there. Um, they're simply the best in the business, and it's where I play, and it's where you should play as well. Like I said, you can, you can bet illegally, but why do that? They do it smoothly, and they pay when you win, and that's a wonderful thing. And I wouldn't be telling you about mybookie.ag if I wasn't using it myself and reaping from all the benefits. Right now is a great time to join, and you join now, and mybookie is going to double your first deposit. I mean, you make money right off bat. Double your first deposit, put in $1,000, they're going to double it. What you got to do is use the promo code BECKLES, that's B-E-C-K-L-E-S, to activate the, uh, the offer. That's promo code Beckles. Just visit mybookie.ag today, and I guarantee you're going to be happy with with all the results. I don't know if you're going to win or not, but everything is going to be smooth. You play, you win, and you get paid. Mybookie.ag. But when you're seeing the the you know the people that are once again running our country, and they're the ones screwing everybody out of money, and you know who gets effed? The little people. The little people of New Orleans, the little people uh, that get hit by hurricanes, there's the ones that get effed. And there's big fat cats all over Washington um, smiling and with big fat pockets. 
And I think that's sad. And that's not a Democratic thing. That's not a Republican thing. That is just a greed thing. And I think that's where our country's going. We're going towards greed. And we're going towards hate. Okay? And we're to a point now where everything has to be so drastic now. Everything is so drastic. You know, I did that when I did a daytime show yesterday. One of the questions was, you know, one of the, the new, um, there was a, uh, a new comedian that was brought on to Saturday Night Live and they went back to his Twitter and they found um, a homophobic slur and a racial slur towards Asians. Listen, you, this is America, first of all. They're comedians. If you go back and listen to any comedian ever in the history of comedy, they're going to say something effed up about somebody. That's what comedians do. If it's not true, it's not funny. Stereotypes are funny, but they come from somewhere. Okay? Now we're, we're firing people for stereotypes and being funny. Come on. Your boy, the Prime Minister of Canada, Trudeau, who seems like a cool dude, I guess. Canada's a pretty easygoing place, everybody. That's where I'm from originally. And there's very little racism in Canada compared to the United States. Go and look. Anytime anybody goes to Canada, they always say, oh, the people are so nice. It's because there's no reason to be mad. You know, there was no slavery in Canada. People are happy. When I got here to, to Florida, I'm like, damn, y'all hate everybody. Y'all hate Asians. Y'all hate Hispanics. You hate blacks. You hate everybody. And Canada, everybody's easy. And Trudeau, who came out, and there was a picture of him in 2001 at a party with a bunch of Caucasian people in Canada, which there's lots of, and he was in blackface, okay, or brownface, whichever one they want to call it. Now he's a racist. Stop it, okay? Stop. Now, it's too much. That word, I almost want to say they should remove that word from the dictionary because it's overused and it's misused too much. You know, because and he apologized, and I'm not the person to ever listen to apology. I don't give a rat's ass about your apology. I really don't. But looking at the poor man, he was like, listen, everybody, I'm just going to be honest with you. That was a long time ago, and I did not know that was racist. And you know what? It wasn't that racist a long time ago. It wasn't. It wasn't as racist as it is now. Let me give you another example. My best friend growing up, Raymond Sakawi, Japanese guy. I called, I called him Oriental his whole life. I would still call him Oriental. Now people, oh, you can't say that. It's racist. Bullshit. If I say Oriental, it doesn't make me racist. You know what makes me racist? Speaking on against Asian people like they're less than me. Speaking down to them. That ain't going to happen. We're getting, and I understand political correctness. There's something behind being politically correct and not just being an asshole. I get that. But we're getting to the point now where everybody's racist because they do something that's not by the book. Let's reserve that word, okay, for the real racist bastards out there burning torches and flying, you know, effed up flags, okay? Not just silly gestures 15 or 20 years ago. It's too much now. And comedians, let them be funny, let them be funny. I, I listened to Dave Chappelle's last uh, stand-up. Hilarious. You know why it was hilarious? Because it was true. 
and he has a great way of spinning things and getting uncomfortable and then bringing it back to reality. And sometimes you take one piece of somebody's, you know, monologue and you're like, oh my God, it's so racist. Stop it now. It's too much. There's too much of that word going around. That's, and that's, that's real. So, you know, I just think as a country, as a society, maybe as a world, we're just getting like we want to bring people down. That's what we want to do. Oh, my God. He had blackface in 2001. Fire him. Get him out of there. Forget about what his politics are now or what his views are about things now. Fire his ass. He's a terrible person. So if somebody sees or reads something that I wrote in 1999, and I don't think of anything I'd say that was all that crazy, you're going to look at me and evaluate me from something I did 20 years ago? What about 20 years of growth? What about that? I mean, even if you were wearing a, you know, a hood in 1995, and if you tell me now you're reformed and you understand and you see things differently, I can't look down on you. I got to evaluate the way you are right now. And our country is just too quick to, to persecute people and, and lynch people, unfortunately. And it's happening way too much. And once again, I'm the person that, you know, don't be an asshole, but let's, let's not be too damn sensitive and too damn picky for every little action and every little word that's said out there. And I think that's going to lead to the demise of our country because everybody is uber sensitive right now. It's uber sensitive, and I don't think we're heading in the right direction as far as race relations go. And everything's supposed to progress, and I don't think we're progressing as far as race relations go. As far as uh, anybody want to contact me and, you know, get and talk about anything that I ever talk about, um, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Um, I have a bunch of other uh, podcasts as well, and also the Ron and Ian show uh, is going to be on every day, well, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 or 7. And uh, check me out on the daytime show. I'm going to be there on there Friday, and that's on uh, usually 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm wearing a coat, which I never do, and uh, I, they actually got me to dance as well. So I've never danced on television, so that was always a fun thing to do. But I appreciate you guys listening every single week, and um, you know, let's hope that things smooth out in our world, but probably won't happen in a week. So I'll be back next week, talk a little bit more about what's happening in our world. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend, and then please be safe. Peace out. Uh. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Put the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people here. Sing that flavor. This is a cannabis podcast. Quick fix on radio influence. One of the situations they have, and you know, one of the big arguments for proponents of marijuana, and I don't believe it's something that should hold marijuana back because this is really on adults. It's not on children, it's on adults, it's on us. Um, there's a rising case of children that are exposed to weed edibles. Now, when there's more weed edibles, they're going to be exposed to more weed edibles. Now, everybody understands if you have, if, if you leave a satchel of gummies 
on a table, a kid's going to walk by and take the gummies, okay? Um, whether you think they are or not. If there's a package of 20 gummies, and even if they're not supposed to have the gummies, they're going to take the gummies, all right? I would have, you would have, everybody would have. Um, the problem is there's more situations of it becoming more legal. Um, in 2017, it said the center received 104 pediatric calls related to marijuana exposure, and uh, all of those calls, only six had to do with edibles, all right? So in 2017, it was only six. In 2018, the number jumped to 46, and so far this year, it's risen to 59 cases. Um, like I said, it's not something that's tragic. The one thing is you don't hear about death, okay? You still... When your kid ingests too much edibles, uh, the worst part is going to be him tripping or she's tripping for about two hours. It's probably not going to be the prettiest thing in the world. They're not going to die. They're going to be fine. Um, and they said, unfortunately, the bulk of their calls uh, are coming from children under six. You let your child under six grab anything that's illegal because you know what? To, to a kid, there's no difference between an Oxycontin and a gummy. That's on you. The Cannabis Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.